You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach, talking Atlanta Braves with MLB.com's Braves beat reporter, Mark Bowman. Mark, uh, can't have been a big surprise to anybody. certainly wasn't a big surprise after the last couple days, but... Excuse me, Mike Miner uh, underwent shoulder surgery after an extensive time of hoping to get strong and trying to um, trying to get right. Um, is there reason to believe? I mean, shoulder surgery is basically never a good thing, but is there reason to believe that maybe this is finally what gets Miner eventually to being right? Yeah, I guess you never know exactly how somebody's going to bounce back from surgery, but. You know, the frustration that he has felt over the last year were, were multiple surgeons. Uh, I, I believe it was at least four different surgeons, including Dr. James Andrews, looks at his shoulder and they tell him, look, everything looks structurally sound. Um, you know, they look at the MRIs, they do uh, stretch him out, they, they do this and that, and, and everything seems to be fine. And, and obviously it wasn't because every time he got on that mound and, and <clears throat> put the downward uh stress on that shoulder, it became a problem. The inflammation returned, and the last resort was this exploratory surgical procedure that he underwent this week, and that was the only way they were able to find it. There was some fraying and some damage to the labrum, and now that he at least knows what the problem was, he hopes to be able to return next year and get back to where he was in two thousand at the end of the 2013 season where he was you know, quickly establishing himself as, as you know, a solid number two starter. He, he beat Zach Greinke in the playoffs that year uh, over a court, the course of about 50 starts. Going back to July uh, 2012, he, he ranked up there the, among the top left-handers in terms of ERA. His, his career was heading in the right direction, and uh, and obviously the discomfort and, and frustration he has felt the last year has, has really bothered him. Now he, he, now he has some hope that uh, – you know, that there is some relief in his future and he'll be able to get back to where he was. As for the current rotation, there's also some, some question there. Um, Eric Stoltz's position as, sounds like is not entirely secure. Uh, what's the status there? This is something we've talked about uh, previously already, but uh, where does that stand right now? Yeah, you know, he, he gave up two more home runs in Cincinnati the other night. Now, that's probably not unexpected. Here's a fly ball pitcher pitching in that ballpark, um, you know, it, it, it was, certainly was not a, a great setting for him. But he hasn't really been good at all for for the last uh, three starts. He, he's given up two run, home runs in each start. You've got a couple kids that, that are close to being ready: Manny Banuelos and, and Matt Whistler uh, there with Triple A Gwinnett. Uh, they they've got a couple off days here this week, so they can skip Stoltz the next start. The, the next time they would need him is on uh, the Saturday, the I believe that is the 23rd, May 23rd, be the next time they need to uh, have put him, have him make his turn there. So they they could wait to have Benuelos make one more start uh, and then fill, fill in at that spot. Uh, Whistler is scheduled to start uh, Friday for Gwinnett, so they, they could have him make that start and then have a couple of extra off days um, leading into that Saturday start. Uh, but I, I really think, you know, Freddie Gonzalez was noncommittal when asked about whether Stoltz was in the rotation, would remain in the rotation. 
But, you know, there's some of the other, other guys I've talked to within the front office that have indicated that this will be a serious discussion over the next few days. Uh, where do you go from here? With Whistler, I think they, they would like to get, give him a few more starts before they get him up to the big leagues. They, they, they like the direction he's gone the last couple outings, but let's not forget he, he struggled throughout most of April. Um, they they kind of want to get him on a roll with Benuelos. He's on an innings limit. He's already thrown 37 innings, and, and because he only threw 76 innings last year coming off Tommy John surgery, they're looking to limit him to somewhere around 120 innings this year. So, you know, you, you, the question is, do you bring him up the big leagues now, put him in a rotation, have him work a regular schedule, and then have to shut him down later in the season, or do you bring him up, work, work a regular schedule now, move him to the bullpen, and then – bring him back to a starter role maybe later in the season if, if he's got some innings to play with. Um, these are all things that they're going to be discussing. But, uh, you know, at some point in time, I, I, you know, whether it happens this next turn or the, or the one after, I, I do think Eric Stoltz's days in the rotation are numbered. Willis is an interesting guy because he's never really harnessed his control, even in the upper minors, never mind at the major league level. Do they – view him as a starter in the long run, or do they view him as a guy who essentially they'll keep starting to get him innings and development, but ultimately as a reliever in the long run? You know, I, I think it's a very I think he's one of those guys that is at that point in his uh, development where they're saying, look, we're going to continue to think of him as a starter, especially because he, there was so much uncertainty here the last couple of years with the arm problems that, that he's battled. They, they want to see exactly who he is. I, I would not be surprised um, if he does, you know, I, if you're saying take your best guess, what will he end up being? I do think he'll end up being a reliever. Um, and he really could help this club at this point in time if he's able to throw strikes on a consistent basis in that relief role. Um, but but for now, I, th- I think maybe they're, they're just going to continue to Send him out there working five innings and at a time, trying to stretch him out and see what, see where he stands and make more of an evaluation. But, but if you're taking your uh, best guess right now, I do think he'll end up being a reliever long term. And I guess the reason I, I ask that is is sort of wondering about him versus Whistler. Um, you know, one of those guys I think people think might be a part of a, a long term Braves rotation and one not. So, um, is it fair to say that if they go with Benuelos, it's sort of that's kind of a reflection on Stoltz. They just have to go with somebody in there, uh, whereas Whistler might be more like a Fultonevich where you're really kind of plugging in the next piece of, I know they don't like the rebuilding word, but the next piece of this sort of restructuring for the next good Braves team. Yeah, I, I do think so. I, I think that if you're, if you're projecting who's going to be in that rotation 2017, it, it, there's a, uh, they want to make sure that Whistler goes through they're going to take care of him as much as possible, make sure he does everything he needs to do at the minor league level because, you know, you've heard it time and again, you know, over the years, you know, once you bring a guy up, you don't necessarily want to bring send him back down if you don't have to. So, you know, make sure you're probably going to handle him with a little bit more care and make sure he does everything he needs to do to prepare to, once he gets here, he doesn't have to go back down to the minors. And then uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on while we have you, um, I don't think anybody could have foreseen in February or March that uh, Kelly Johnson getting hurt would be any kind of major blow to the Braves. Um, but I think it's fair to say it is. And, and yeah. you know, given, given what they're dealing with offensively and a couple guys struggling, um, 
what do they do? I mean, it's kind of a tough spot that they're in with their offense now, and one of the guys who was contributing is, is going to be out for a while. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I wrote those words last night, it did feel odd that you're saying this is a significant loss, and it really has uh, or will be um, because, you know, here's a guy who has, has really uh, been one of the most consistent offense performers over the last two or three weeks. He's fit in that cleanup spot. Um, you know, hey, look, he's, he wasn't, uh, he's not the prototypical cleanup hitter, but when you look at that lineup, there really aren't that many good options, and, and he was performing well, providing Freddie Freeman whatever protection he could there. Now with him out, now you you play A.J. Przinsky, uh on a consistent basis, or you could put him in there on a consistent basis. But as you've seen over the last couple of weeks, once once A.J. Przinsky's playing on a daily basis, he's not going to remain, remain consistent at the plate. He's 38 years old. Um, he's going to need some time. This is, this is an offense that uh, – you know, we knew it was going to struggle. I didn't realize that Kelly Johnson being out, and also you've got Chris Johnson out at this point in time. That's two third-base options out. Now all of a sudden is Alberto Cuyasco going to see a lot of time quite possibly. So um, at third base, I think that moving forward, you know, we might start to see the next couple of weeks you know, with Kelly Johnson being out. There was some, maybe some optimism with this offense over the last couple of weeks. We'll, we'll see exactly how much value he had been providing. Um, you know, and, and the question is, uh, you know, when do they start? When do they opt to bring up Jose Peraza? He was uh, pulled from uh, today's game in the ninth inning, and, and I'm, I'm starting to uh, make some, you know, make some calls and try to figure out why because he was not injured. So we, we may be seeing him sometime soon as well. All right, well, Mark Bowman, potentially breaking news here on MLB.com Extras. Thanks for taking the time to talk, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.